0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Richard Herring. Thank you very much. Nearly spilt my water. I'm, a, I'm turning into a slapstick star, I tell you, in this show. I'm just dropping things all over the place. Now, welcome to uh, Richard Herring's Edinburgh Fringe Podcast, show three. Uh, LAUGHTER <sighs> <sighs> I can't believe there's still like 20-odd of these to go. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like the whole of Edinburgh has passed by. I, got up at, I woke up, at, I've been waking up really early every day. I woke up at six o'clock this morning and I thought, oh no, I've gone to bed about one o'clock. I thought, oh no, but then I managed to get back to sleep and then I slept through till about twelve. So I've done no work. So uh, <laughs> we'll just see, see how it goes. It's nice to see so many of you in. There's more people in today, people at home, so that's good news. Do come along uh, if, you're, if you're in Edinburgh. Uh, let's, we'll try and meet some of our audience because they're near enough to talk to you. What's your name, sir? Struan. It's what? Struan. That's not a name. Struan? It's either Stewart or. Uh, no, Struan. Struan. Yeah. Is, that a, is that a Scottish name? Of course. Yeah. Got be, is it ginger hair there? It's hard to see under the lights? No, uh, but brown, brownish blonde hair. Brown, brownish blonde hair, yeah. <laughs> Strawberry blonde, is that what we're saying? Yeah. That's fair enough. Okay. <laughs> and what do you do for a living, Struan? I'm a student. You're a student. What's Struan? As he come, he said, "If he asks you your name, just make up a collection of <laughs> letters." Did your parents, like, when they named you, just tip a Scrabble pack on the floor? Said, so "Just pick up whatever comes out." That'll be fine. You are student, what are you studying. History. 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 Okay. History. It's very hard, isn't it? With these. Very hard sometimes, isn't it? With the Scotch, the Scotch accent. It's very hard. History. I did history. What year uh, did was Guy Fawkes born in? I don't know. Uh, fuck, you failed. That's it. This, is it. this was the module. This is it now. <laughs> your, t- your, your professor sent me along and said, This is it. This is the exam. What, do you, what year do you reckon he was born in? Um, I've read your books and it mentions it in it there. Does, yeah. um, I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, also, it's in some history books as well. It's not just. <laughs> you know, if you're, doing, if you're doing history based on reading How Not to Grow Up by Richard Herring, which does talk about this. By what year was the gunpowder plot? Um. Shut! Don't help him. You won't, you won't be there in the exam, will you? 1603, so he's about 30 years old. Can you work that out now? <laughs> you fucking failed, mate. That's it, I tell you. They'll be so confused by your name on the thing. They won't, won't get any further. Uh, th- welcome to the show. Lovely to have you here. Are you, fr- are, you, are you Struan's friend, sir? No. Do you know, even you just happen to be sitting... The two of you seem to be sitting quite close. Hello. What's your name? David. David, why don't you two become friends? I think you look, you look well-matched. Yeah. Right, what do you... <laughs> David is, a, a, I'd say, a middle-aged man with glasses. I think that's fair, isn't it, David? Uh, so, I think you get on. How old are you Struan? 20. 20. Yeah, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? <laughs> and there's, not, there's not enough friends of different ages like that. If mean, we should get together... Minded. Yeah, you're open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> who's the postman? Who's the letterbox, David? That's the question. That's the question. What do you do? What do you, what do you do for a living? It'd be great if you're a postman. This would be that. That would just be perfect. Could you just say you're a postman? No. What, what do you do for a living? I'm a postman. Hey. <laughs> what do you really do for a living? I'm a civil servant. A civil, civil servant. Yeah, I could tell that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he wasn't going to be a postman. That's good. What, uh, what, a, what does it involve being a civil servant? What do you, what do you have to do? What do you get in at nine o'clock. Server, a, a civil person. person. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do you work? Where do you work? Do you live in Scotland or are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, yeah. So you're in, you're in the new Scotch Parliament. You're the, uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, have, have I said something wrong? <laughs> I'm the bravest man in the world. I wouldn't. i fucking. I wouldn't do that at the Glasgow stand though. I'm not stupid. <laughs> yeah. Good. Oh, well. I'm. I'm bored. Uh, I'm bored of David. I like Streven. He was my favourite. Is it Streven? Streven, Sleven. Steven, 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 or Stewart, Stre, Steven, It's fucking made up, right, just... <laughs> Anyway, let's have a quick look at the news. It's nice uh, to have you all here. Uh, hello, ladies. You're right over there. Yeah. What's brought you to the Rich Tarrying Edinburgh Fringe podcast, madam? Oh, okay. What? <laughs> Do you know where you are? Do you know it? Where... Do you know what you've come to? Were you expecting something else? Yes, yes you were. <laughs> I was expecting. would you think Paul Daniels was on here? Because <laughs> I can do some magic. It's lovely to have you here. We've got uh, some, you know, some more middle-aged ladies in the, in the audience who are nice. Nice to see you. all. Her, I cater to all ages. I do everything. We had kids. Actually, I'll read you that. We had a 16-year-old girl in yesterday who um, Lou Sanders sort of picked on. Usually, that's my job. I, I, I realise I'm slipping because there was a 16 year old girl sitting in the audience for the whole time in the front row and I didn't even sexually harass her at once. So that, that, I'm definitely getting old. I'm, te- I'm getting older, I'm 44 now. It's like it doesn't even cross my mind anymore. It's terrible. It's good, it's good. Just the libido goes, doesn't it, David? Have you noticed that? It does, it just it starts, to, starts to dip off. Did you ever have it? It's just me. You're still strong. Yeah, fucking hell, he's got an erection right now. It's just strong. could hang your coat on that, fucking hell. But uh, Lou, uh, there was a couple of like a couple of teenage girls with their mum sitting about where you are, and um, Lou started asking the sixteen-year-old girl about whether she chased after cock uh, in front of her in front of mum, and it was really embarrassing. Yeah, they just sort of sat there, and they didn't. The mum looked back embar- and they sort of smiled. And then I got this email from uh, Mark, uh, it's Mark Hosker, uh, who says, "Hello, I was at the podcast recording earlier and was sat behind the sixteen-year-old, quizzed about her fondness for older cock by <laughs> Lou Sanders." and her mother. Uh, as I followed them up straight at St. Andrew's Street, <laughs> they were sitting behind, he says, he says, Mark says, not in a pervy way, which makes me more suspicious that it was in a pervy Why would you say that if that hadn't even crossed your mind? I just It was a directional coincidence, is what he calls it, which that, is, that sounds like something you'd say in court, wouldn't it? It was a, it was a directional coincidence, your honour. Uh, A heated exchange was clearly taking place And then the girl shouted It's not nothing to do with you what I do And stormed away across the street this groovy right-on family being rent asunder by suspicion and the mining of hidden vices may well turn out to be my highlight of this year's Fringe. <laughs> Great work. All the good stuff's happening on the streets, that's what I'm telling you but That's So well done to Lou Sanders for destroying a uh, family there, that's a fantastic work. Let's see what else I've got for you today. Yeah, I haven't slept. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, oh, the other thing I wanted to, I've had a very nice scone uh, next door, or scone. Which one do you, which one do you say, David? Oh, that's the Scottish, is that a Scottish way to say it? Yeah. Sleveland. <laughs> Is that? Scone. I say scone as well. That's the York, because I'm from Yorkshire. But then I moved down, and people say scone. I say scone. You say scone? Yeah. yeah the, fucking, the, the poshest voice in the world just came, <laughs> like someone's just coming off from the street. I say scone. <laughs> I, well, that's a fucking surprise. <laughs> I say scone. Uh, well, you are wrong. It is a scone, and it was very nice. But I'm a bit full up. I'd had my breakfast already. I'd had some porridge. You like that? Hey, do you like porridge? No. Why not? It's what you eat. <laughs> that's what you I was trying to be like you. I've come up here. There's been a couple of years I brought my own porridge to Edinburgh, like in my car. you thinking that's probably coals to Newcastle. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah so I've decided that I, this year because I've been going I've been in the fringe for 20 years and I don't think I get the respect I deserve and the, uh, the adulation I deserve so I'm going to try and start a thing where whenever you talk about me in the public right, I want you to just don't refer to me by my by name say I went to see the show by the King of Edinburgh today the King, <laughs> the King of Edinburgh and then people go sorry who do you mean the King well Rich, Richard Herring you know everyone calls him the King of Edinburgh the King, he's the King of Edinburgh that's the King of the Edim- Edinburgh fringe you know so so, and I think if enough people do that, you will start catching... us. I think that's how people become successful, right? They just start... They start the rumours about themselves. They go, yeah, that's... I think Stuart Lee he was going nowhere. And then suddenly... Suddenly he started being... Really going, everyone, goes, that's Stuart Lee's the one everyone should be... And I'm sure Stuart started that. Uh, somehow, I'm sure he sort of went, have you seen Stuart Lee? Yeah, he's the best comedian in the country. If you and Oh, I'd better tell everyone else that. So that's what you've got to do, right? So if anyone says... Where'd you go to go? Say, I went to see the King of Edinburgh. And then... go Who's that? And then you have to say it was me. So then, that might catch on. We'll see. We'll be talking about 1988 again. I'm still a bit haunted by yesterday being on the news and um, seeing a 21-year-old version of myself uh, being interviewed. Which is I don't know if did anyone see that on the news. I was on the proper news and then they didn't put on at six o'clock. They changed it to something else. I was just I'd gathered my family around to watch to watch (laughs) myself. Um, and oh and Andy McH has been in touch to say that we were talking the other day about the Father Ted awful dining experience and the faulty towers awful dining experience. He sent me a photo of one that's based on hello hello, clearly. I don't I don't I don't think it's an Edinburgh one. I don't think he's mocked this up. It's a big poster, it's something, it's a the the hello hello dining experience. Which I don't know what that would be as a French food with Nazis shouting at you. that's what it is. that's what it is, but they also spelled spelt it L-O-L-O, not L-O-L-O, they spell it E L. So it might be like some combination of L-O-L-O and E-L-O, that's what I'm thinking. So maybe, maybe Jeff Lynn is singing, in a, someone pretending to be Jeff Lynn is singing in the corner. No, okay. Look, I may, no, literally, I got up at 12 o'clock, I haven't had a chance to do a thing, um, and uh, let's say uh, Prince, you, Prince Harry wants to go into space, did you see that story? And we want him to go. Uh, one small step. He's, he's training to be an astronaut because he likes Star Trek. <laughs> if you see, for most people, that wouldn't work. If you're in the royal family, it's okay. Do you like, do you like Prince Harry? No. No. That's the, the lady there that said no. What, what don't you like about him? Not you're not a royalist, so you don't like any of them. It's not just particularly Harry. He is the worst one, though, isn't he? Do you remember when he dressed up as that Nazi? Do you remember that? That must have made you angry, didn't it? awful isn't he what what would you prefer to see rather than the royal family madam it is a deep philosophical question yeah that's why I just thought what didn't you expect that to happen you thought I'm coming to see Richard Herring I'm I'm just going to be entertained no I'm going to ask some proper political questions Fantastic, she says. I have to repeat it because you're too far away. Almost, she, with fury, she said, "Do you want me to answer that? Almost anything would be better than being ruled by people depending on who they were born." That's basically what you're saying, so that's good. So Hitler, Hitler taking over—that would, would you prefer that? Or is that one of the things that's not as good? Oh, it was good that you qualified it because if you'd said anything, then I would have got—I'd have got you there. I'd have cornered you, and you, <laughs> that would have been in the papers tomorrow. Oh, old lady calls for Hitler to be. <laughs> but it's lovely to have you here, and uh, we might talk about this later. Emma Kennedy's in the pe- uh, poo obsessed Emma Kennedy. It's in the front page of the Guardian. She's not even in Edinburgh. She's on the front page of the Guardian. I've dropped. I've spilled. This is uh, <laughs> feel that. That's feel that. Strevland. It's uh, it's damp, isn't it? It's damp. Yeah, spunk. Uh, but uh, that my that is my spot. I saw a picture. of there's Emma Kennedy sucking on a, a lollipop. There's, she's got a fucking... Uh, go and buy The garden if you're at home today. She's been well conned into that. The photographer's gone, look, I've got this cock-shaped lollipop for you. It would be good if you sucked on that. And I'll take a photo of it. I saw that. Phew. She looks good. She looks good. She's 55 years old. She looks good, doesn't she, for that? Looks amazing. But she's talking about how um, kids... She, she doesn't have kids because no man would have sex with... Them. <laughs> It's impossible for her to become impregnated unless God just chooses her as the vessel for the next Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, but she's talking about how having kids is ruins going on holiday, and so she wouldn't. She's glad she hasn't got kids because I call kids uh, they're sexual excrement. That's what I say. Don't. Se- I call them sexcrement. As many people, know. It's, it's easier to just call them sexcrement, isn't it? That's what they are. You, that's the, you know, people just don't. You, people are proud of their children. I don't think you should be proud of your children. It is just sexual excrement, and it's not. I don't go around wheeling my shit in a little trolley, going, "Look at this. It's got a bonnet on it." <laughs> have you got kids, David? No. Oh. What ha- What happened in? <laughs> what, ha- what happened in you? It's getting, some, you know, we're getting political, and also now a little sentiment. What ha- have you got a? Are you? Uh, have you got a partner? Is it, is it a female partner? Yeah. Okay, that's all right. Because that would explain we didn't have kids. That's all. Um, and so, what? What? Would you do not want kids? <laughs> this is going to turn into. This is really going to be a down I'm not whether. Um, I is, is it? Shall I stop? Shall I stop pressing on this? No. Did you make a choice not to have? Did you have a choice not to have kids? Why? That's selfish, isn't it? It is quite selfish. But it's good when you're on holiday and you don't have to look after kids. That's quite interesting. Isn't it? You. Well, you. I don't have kids either. Selfish, aren't we? We're selfish. Yeah, it's good. They're horrible, aren't they? Idiots. So uh, anyway, <laughs> I think we'll move on with the show. I kind of here. I was doing well with the Hitler. I haven't talked about Hitler. <laughs> uh, but uh, I am now going to introduce my guest. Uh, oh, I've done loads of time. I hope he's here. He was a bit late, uh, but I think he might have been asleep as well. No, actually, he's been doing his own show. Uh, his shows at twelve o'clock. Stan, will you please welcome? He's from Canada. Do you, do you approve of the Canadians? <laughs> Are they all, is that all right? Yeah, that's okay. Uh, I think he probably isn't a royalist. Well, f- I'll ask him about that. Uh, will you please welcome the incredible Tony Law! <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey. Come and sit down. Oh, drinking beer. You Lager in the day. He's on the beer. Your show's done, so this is it. That's you start, right. That's... Do you, do you start drinking as soon as the show's over and keep going. <laughs> Not normally, but I was coming on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Tony is an imposing figure for those at home. He looks like uh, Grizzly Adams. Is it Grizzly Adams look? I don't think so. No? No, but
1: it's, uh, it's certainly outdoorsy.
0: It is. <laughs> I look
1: like... Uh, I think I look like, you would agree, George V?
0: <laughs> that works. Tsar Nicholas II? Don't, uh? st- don't talk about um, the royal family. We've yeah. got this, <laughs> lady, this lady in here. You know I mean? Oh, one of your favourites?
1: Kaiser Wilhelm? <laughs> That was Victoria's bestest. She loved Kaiser.
0: So when, when did you grow? It, is it compulsory? <laughs> I can't believe I could do four just five got, minutes with that. <laughs> Tony Law, this is going to be
1: hell. I've just <laughs> got a massive... I've got a massive upper lip when I'm shaved. <laughs> but when I grow facial hair, that's when I come into my
0: own. I um, Fear the facial hair. I, I had a moustache a couple of years ago. You're I like right, you <laughs> like this, madam. I, I grew a... Um, yeah. I grew you like, sure I, did, and it was. <laughs> I grew a little uh, Hitler moustache, and when I and when I, it's a Charlie Chaplin moustache, and when I shaved it off, I suddenly became aware that my my upper lip suddenly felt the the, the gap between my upper lip and my nose seemed enormous. Yeah, I'd never noticed it before. But now you look, slavent, feel- it's. Uh, <laughs> Is that struant? Yes, it is. We all got yeah. our own way of saying it. <laughs> it's like scone and scone. It's exactly like that. Good, so what's, your, what's your, your show's on at 12 o'clock at Stan? It sure it's sure at Stan too. the little, two. little
1: place up the top. I think that, shares,
0: uh, it shares, normally it's the like, Socialist
1: Workers Party or something. Because right. I found their flags. And can, I haven't found a way to
0: incorporate them yet. Can, but I'm
1: on their side. William you can, Burdett
0: you, Coots. You, uh, you can get a nice scone ne- right next door to there.
1: Yeah. So I'm on there at noon, and my show's called Go, Mr. Tony, Go, on account of I had to name it in February. <laughs> We're you just trying What's to your show about? I don't know. <laughs> Talk to me in the second week of July, and I'll be able to fill you in. Turns out it's a, peer, it's a sort of piece that I don't know if anyone here has seen uh, Terrence Malick's The Tree of Life. Wow. Um... <laughs> Like you ama- lot of people you. are Didn't saying going to happen. not
0: a, a lot of people are that? saying
1: that my show is a sister piece today. <laughs> <laughs> that. A lot of big ideas out there, there? and yeah. a lot of people are like well, Terence Malick couldn't even answer those questions in two and a half hours in film how do you manage to do that with doing comedy and I go I don't know <laughs> but I do <laughs> well it's <that's> fantastic <laughs>
0: <coughs> and, and you've got you've got a couple of twins to, well, one <laughs> that was a clunky one, like, link one twin right let's not talk about your show <laughs> no, no we'll more we'll go time. back to that you we got just, kids right <laughs> we were talking about I sex excrement. yeah, yeah. And do, do you take them on have you taken them on holiday no,
1: well yeah I suppose well yeah I always bring them up can't, can't abandon them <laughs> <laughs> They all, they all come up and, oh, they love it. It's good. But uh, we left getting our flat a little late this year and spit dungeony. <laughs> the kids enjoy that. That's the oldie Edinburgh experience. <laughs> it's
0: like a little t-
1: dark dad. It's fun. It's fine. They might be listening. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, <laughs> they don't speak English. What am I worried about? <laughs> the an Yeah, they're here. They're, yeah. You got your own language. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes. French. I sorry, Fr- I sorry, My I children sorry. are French Canadian. <laughs> 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 I was reading about Jerry Sadovitz. I'm interviewing Jerry Sadovitz uh, in the, to, over the weekend. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't think he'd say yes, but I'm going to. Because the famous thing when, when he uh, was in Montreal. He came on and said, "Hello, moose fuckers," and that's the story. <laughs> yeah. And then got punched in the face. But he also, but what I didn't know, because I was reading and about it, but he didn't just say that. He said, "Hello, moose fuckers." The terrible thing about this country is half of you speak French, and the other half of you let them. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is fucking yeah. brilliant. It's
1: good. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I'm going. Craig. <laughs> Craig Campbell's got that. Uh, that great bit, Craig Campbell's bit about, uh, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't find that funny if you've seen, if you've actually ever fucked a moose. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big creature right there. You wouldn't. I think that's how it goes. Something like you wouldn't. You wouldn't mess with a guy if you ever fucked a moose. <laughs>
0: We're in danger of turning into the Jerry Sadovitz and Craig Campbell dining experience yeah. here. there's, there's This uh, They don't need just any We chips. Everybody knows them. They don't need a. Uh, f- Oxygen. <laughs> let's just do other people's jokes. Yeah. So they've done the both of those have gone better than ours. So yeah, <laughs> have, we haven't done any yet. No, let's do some. All right. So tell me some stuff that's in your show. Don't oh just do no, it. I'm not tell gonna do it. that.
1: Tell I don't know what what's you're in it. About. I want to uh, know what it
0: is that happens in the show. It's just
1: about life, man. You know, we all wonder like, <laughs> just like we all wonder like, what's the point? Why are we here? And I just answer all those questions. That's all. <laughs> a lot of people. Some people go, I oh, just fucking around for a while. I'm just. It's just shouting, moving about. Those people are wrong. I do mind jazz. Jazz it up with my mind brain, you know. Just sew it out there. You guys fill in the holes, you know. <laughs> Anyways. So, Sorry, I'm just excited to be away from the Twins. <laughs> This is uh, this is good for me. I just get to relax. It's good having a drink,
0: and you, everyone's having a drink down here. Having a Guinness there in the front row. How's that going down? Nice, isn't it? Yeah. What are you going to do
1: afterwards? You going to go across town and watch some haircuts, do comedy in a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've had my first pint. I'm getting bitter. <laughs> Best thing. <laughs> if there's any comedians out there what you do is you go to the stand watch loads of stuff there then take those ideas and do them on the other part of town next
0: year (laughs) but
1: in a more commercially
0: viable way My uh, other show—he's so cute. My other show, what is love anyway? Is that the uh, the, yeah, <laughs> the uh, so, Oh yeah. my dad! I'm just—I'm going to be doing your, your stuff. <laughs> That's why I was asking you what was in your show because yeah, I, was just, I don't uh, know. I'm not. I've sure. got a link for tonight, so uh, I can oh, do, right. <laughs> I can just do your stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, so wait—it was interesting. So, do you do you feel bitter about the youngs, youngsters? You're younger no, than no, no. I tell you what, all of us is forty one forty-two years old, aren't you? One, one, forty-one years
1: old. Key there. That's 42 in about three weeks. But. No I no I just walked across town and it just made me depressed because it's too much too much sound over there there's too many too many posters it's too intimidating ah the next comedy superstar <laughs> and I always find it funny the idea that a comedian could be a star I don't know I always think of stars as like music or films but not someone going on and in- Ass in a boat for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Next comedy star. Well, I'm the the, I am the king uh, (laughs) of Edinburgh. So I don't with that. That's uh, That's fine. That's that's fine. (laughs) You can be a king or a marquis even. (laughs) But not a star of comedy. You just do jokes, you knob. (laughs) How do you feel about me
0: me having a monarchy within comedy? Is that is that is that something you disapprove of as well? Or should I call myself the you know the Zartan? I can't think of anything now. The what is that? We're shang alfalfa. The Marquis de comedy <laughs> No, the Marquis. <laughs> I'm in the Marquis. Yeah. Uh, uh, could work. The Duke of Yuck. Stuart Lee has taken, uh, on his phone, he showed me. I mean, Stuart Lee is a strange and bitter. He called you the <laughs> most, he called you the most uh, reasonable man in comedy, I believe, Stuart. Yeah, Lee, that's one think. of his ways of saying something nice and mean on yeah, the well, same Yeah, he does time. <laughs> Like you and your, you
1: and your, when he goes on about you about collecting uh, money for charity, yeah, and then in the end, and then the, co-
0: and then the audience could also be sick into it after <laughs> <laughs> But he, Stuart, has gone round town. He's a, bit, a miserable old man taking <laughs> taking photos of all the of the posters that are a kind of man with a funny haircut and no t yeah. t-shirt on and then made them into a slideshow on his phone which I'm amazed, he's, I'm, I'm amazed. Oh, I he's, thought of doing that I'm he's amazed he's a, one of mine. technically capable of doing that, he's, he's, so, he's such a Luddite, I mean he's like got a phone that looks like it's from 1997 <laughs> yeah. so I don't know how he's managed to do this uh, and then it kind of, they all fade they cross fade into each other he's done well, the there's little so many boys tricks.
1: that look the same there are, there are they're yeah. sort of middle class white boys with the, this hair Yeah. or well, that one and they're all just doing shows about noticing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, they're probably really proficient at it, you know. I'm just a bitter old man. But oh, my nan. Oh, here we
0: go. <laughs> But Stu's, my, Sli- yeah. Stu's slideshow ends with a, a uh, dung heap at the end of it. That's it goes <laughs> a dung heap. And then I emailed him the next day and sent him a picture of his 1994 poster uh, and said, I said, you should put that in, shouldn't you? It's him in a T-shirt with Jesus on it, looking at that. He said, yeah, but I was the only one who was doing it that year. Me and Russell Howard. Me and Russell Howard, who's actually
1: 42 as well. <laughs> sure looks good for his age.
0: <laughs> so what so has anything happened have you've got if you've got kids here and you got you're, the, you're doing is is have you do, got the seen kids? Any and shows? all I, all
1: I do nowadays is I book gigs out of town because there's no you can't once you have toddlers you can't read anymore there's no more reading. <laughs> You just get the Guardian review and you just go, okay, I'm never going to get time to read that. Uh, I've picked it up. There's the review. I guess guess it goes a bit like that. Uh, it's going to be a bit like that. Right. I can hold my own in a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, that one's a bit like that. Yeah. And then you, st- you sort of manage to keep some sort of normal. Yeah. Thing going on do
0: you think having kids is a good idea because i'm you know I'm, I'm at that stage where i've got to make that well before. everyone you tells you they're rewarding but i yeah. haven't seen it yet not in any <laughs> uh, i'm still poor yeah.
1: you know i don't see any financial rewards from
0: them. <laughs> i don't know why i adopted that voice they must but if they're cute right. you can put them in adverts and stuff like that they can I put them on you the could, stage
1: but, uh, if you ever got the time to get around to it right You've got to be really ambitious. You gotta get them an agent. I can't even get myself an agent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those little treasures. <laughs> um, so Plus they're ugly. So <laughs> I can't believe that. Well I can believe if they if they inherited your genes.
1: Your, <laughs> no, no, they don't like very, they're, very they're
0: good. People. It's hard to tell with kids. How can you tell they haven't formed?
1: <laughs> I don't know. They've got tiny little faces. <laughs> They're too tiny to make a judgment call. Well, even
0: me, when I was 21, I looked at myself in 21. I looked like a completely different person. So my face has completely changed, and I was an adult then. So that's, that's, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to it? What, I what's don't know. the difference? I don't, I, well, it's just stretched out or something. Like, <laughs> it was all in the. So it was all I was really. I'm really, there's This little clip of me, and it's 1980, 1988, and I'm really posh. I'm going. Oh, yes. Well, uh, we've put up our own. Mind in the Oxford Review to do this show, oh, and wow. it's all like that. And I'm all kind of going red in the face because there are all, all these nasty alternative comedians are having a go at me. <laughs> and, and, and then, and then I'm, all my face is in the middle, and then it it's somehow stretched out a bit. I mean, some of the, 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 the p- opinions torn on Twitter. Some people are going, Wow, you were really hot when you are 21, and some people are going, you, You're really hot now, but you weren't then. And most people are going, You were ugly on both occasions, <laughs> <laughs> just, in, just in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> There's film footage of me when I was 19 working in a
1: factory that made oil well parts. Yeah, and That's the kind uh, of man he. Is. I was at <laughs> Oxford University and was nice making going. oil well parts. And I was <laughs> nice going, yeah, I'm thinking of saving up my money and going over to Europe to do some traveling, eh? <laughs> I've got a strong interest in history. I'd like to go see a bit, you know? <laughs> And I can't believe that's me. (laughs) Now I'm reading The Guardian? I didn't even know there was newspapers in those days. I just thought they were hate mags. (laughs) Went Texan all of a sudden, but (laughs) you get the idea of the characterization I was trying to achieve there. (laughs)
0: Have you seen any other shows yet, Tony? Uh, uh no, no, I have not. <laughs> no, I mean, nor me. and If you had <laughs> asked me next
1: week, I'd probably go, ah, uh, no, no, I have not. I'm gonna go see Sanderson Jones though soon, okay. only because he looks a little like me, and I'm a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's next so year, we'll, next
0: me. year it'll all be bearded men, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: grizzly. I'm getting rid of it. I'm gonna just take the mustache off and go all <laughs> sailor <laughs> with a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll regret that as soon as I do it but it feels good that idea <laughs> just with that chin bit like what what are they called the uh, button chops n- no no the people that wear those what are they called the oh, they are, the Amish people is it kind of the, the Amish and then there's others I wasn't yeah. thinking of them but there's loads of weird people <laughs> <laughs> right, it's, an, it's an odd the moustache that are all wrong the
0: moustache no beards, kind of a little bit weird Beard moustache combo, but beard no moustache. Yeah, that, that is an that's, odd decision to that's make. That's sinister. Is, that but yet,
1: no dictators with that
0: facial arrangement.
1: <laughs> no, and you would have thought there would have been one by now. Although, the, the especially n- in
0: Southeast Asia, it may be too soon to talk about. <laughs> I don't know why. I said it, that felt it, racist, didn't it? <laughs> it may be too soon, <laughs> but you knew what it meant. <laughs> it may be too soon, but the guy from Nor- the Norwegian uh, killer had oh. a quite an interesting. F- I think I think because he, he had a little. He had a little kind of beard just on his chin. It was just like a little chin beard. You see that? It's it's kind of... I think he'd made because he was I think he'd kind of planned this whole thing out in advance and he, he thought I want to be well known I want to be remembered and you know all the most evil people in history have unusual facial hair <laughs> but no one has done the people remember Hitler because of the moustache yeah. no one has done the little chin tiny just little the tiny chin, chin beard so I think that I think he may it is too soon to talk about it yeah. so <laughs> yeah. I'm not you know, I'm not so nope. I'm just talking about his facial hair surely that's alright <laughs> I don't approve of the other things he did but the hair was good the, the beard was a good choice if he just spent more time on his on his his facial hair hey maybe it wouldn't have uh so uh, anyway um <laughs> I wow. dug myself into a hole get me out awkward get me out i don't know i'm not like i just want you to wallow in it <laughs> swim around with it get to know it do you think it. if i next year i do a show where i try and reclaim that little beard from him <laughs> I mean, no. if i'd done it this year that would have been too soon right everyone would gone it's like if in 1946 I'd done my Hitler mustache show, you'd have all been very furious about, it. someone's leaving now in disgust. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, know, <laughs> stre- I know what's stre- coming. Now Sleven's, you're going to do your Diana stuff, I bet. Steven's leaving. He's Leave go- her alone. It's 14 years. <laughs> he can't grow a beard, that's why, because of his ginger hair. So. He can't grow a proper, a proper beard, so he's upset about it. Um, and is anything amusing happened to you in Edinburgh yet? That's oh, my here we go. Question. What am I doing, an interview for the skinny? <laughs> I've had plenty
1: of kooky stuff that'll help <laughs> sell my show. Let's see. Um, no, nothing, nothing apart from uh, no, nothing. Just normal life stuff like it- got, we've got nothing to do with our children yet. You know, until you book like children shows, you move to a new city, anywhere. Move to uh, I don't know anywhere. You just suddenly you're stuck in a flat with kids who want to murder you. Because children have no morality yet, don't they? (laughs) Like, if they find a knife, they will stick it through your heart and have a laugh. (laughs) And that's nearly happened already. And (laughs) they have inflatable... Well, they had inflatable beds to get them started. (laughs) That
0: was a good little warning. (laughs) They're up.
1: But uh, no, nothing
0: funny no. yet. I don't think. Okay. Uh, I, can, I can't concentrate because every time I look at it, I'm just wondering what it would be like to kiss you with that mustache. That's <laughs> I'm just saying what would it be ask like? my wife, and she'll say gross. <laughs> I bet she will.
1: And that's why we don't bother now. You've got. Uh, you have this a is mu- called beard year.
0: The mustache is bigger than your mouth. <laughs> my girlfriend doesn't like it. My mustache gets like even like.
1: I like it because it reminds me of dairy <laughs> that I may have had earlier.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the molecular makeup of dairy. It hangs on, clings on to a moustache. You can store things. I used to, Sometimes I used to, if you had a drink of water when you got a moustache, it kind of goes into the moustache. And then if you're a bit thirsty later on, you can just go. <laughs> <laughs> that must be good for you. No, my moustache does not have uh, liquid not absorbent. trapping <laughs> qualities. So let me test it out with this fine lager beer. See if you can do it. Just if, you, if you drink it just so it goes up into your, into your face there. And then...
1: Nope, no. tastes like dairy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a
1: bit of scrambled egg. Tasty. Hey, this is a podcast. People are thinking it now. <laughs>
0: mm. So also, wow, it's,
1: uh, actually, we started a lot stronger. We're sort of tapering away. Yeah. So I, instead,
0: we know what people don't. But know. that's sort of what I do. Yeah. No, it's fine. That's that's if anyone we did. comes to my, we did my well. show,
1: just, just just know that uh, you're gonna have a great time for about a half an hour. <laughs> then you're gonna get a bit s- sort of tired for a while. And then you're gonna wonder why. What I thought I liked him for a while. So you'd be disappointed, and then I'll pick you up at the end. So it'll be all right. <laughs> That's the normal type, just cool. plugging the hell out of my
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> every Every day, I was going to say every week, but it's every day. It feels like a week between <laughs> each and these. Uh, I, I talk about pre- previous Edomars of my own, if you have a story of a previous that I'm still on, I'm going to stick on nine. i night. got a good one, yeah. Have you got a good one? I'll do mine, which might take a little bit of time, then we're going to get a brilliant stand-up on Um Uh, In 1988, I didn't come up in 1989, so I can't do a story about 1989. 1989, I was just coming over from Canada. I was still
1: working in that plant. Wow, this is so so exciting. So
0: if you'd come over, you wouldn't have seen me. uh, But uh, in 88, I had this. We had this awful year because I was in the Oxford Review. I was that little 21-year-old, fresh-faced, reddening-faced. I hate those people on the Royal Mail. And uh, yeah. (laughs) I really do. I've
1: never felt like murder so much, and they don't deserve it. <laughs> in and the you pre- were one of them.
0: In the previous year, in 1987, what we did as publicity is we get we did uh, leaflets. This is not. This isn't going to be my story. I might make it the story because uh, there are there are a few years off. But in 1987, we were doing a show called The Seven Raymonds. Me, Stuart Lee, Emma Kennedy was in it. Mike Cosgrave, who's a metallurgist, uh, and um, <laughs> uh, to publicize the show, we did these leaflets saying, "Do not go and see the Seven Raymonds because they're." And we pretended we were like a church group that were offended by it, and it was a sort of parody thing we'd done. And then. We, Mike, Mike Cosgrave uh, had to sit inside a cage we were wheeling around and he said he was refusing to eat until the show was banned uh, and, but then he was in, so we were wheeling him up the Royal Mile and he was eating <laughs> traditionally eating crisps as that was going on when we weren't looking uh, uh, but the, the publicity was very successful because no one did come and see the show, <laughs> so uh, so, uh, so that was 1987. I might use that one as this one, you know, because I'm going to run out of stories, aren't I? So that's yeah. so that's my story. <laughs> well, you've got the 20 ones, at least. I've, I've got quite a lot of years to think of. So I'm going. That's the story. And uh, yeah, then we didn't. We did. We performed the good idea we had for any young uh, student comedians out there doing trying to pitch a useless sketch show uh, at <laughs> lunchtime. It was was in the last day. We only did a week, and we decided to give out one ticket to a couple and say, you know, you get a free ticket. And then that was quite clever because it encouraged them to come and buy the other ticket for the other person to come. And then on the last show, we had about 60 people in as a result of giving out free tickets. <laughs> so it's quite good. So that's a, little, that's a tip. Why don't you do that? Clever, aren't I? Yeah, are. it's old wisdom I've got. <laughs> the wisdom of the aged. What's, uh, what's, how, many, how many Edinburghs have you done? Oh, uh, over the last 10 or 11 years, I've done, I don't know,
1: six. Why? Because I, I, uh, I think, why build up momentum? <laughs> <laughs> Do two years, piss off for two years and then come back and people go, I thought he did, is, is this a new guy or is it the same guy?
0: I enjoy self
1: sabotaging my show. Yeah, chess, why do you change your image yeah. so often? I always say, Yeah, let the press in on the previews. It'll be fine. <laughs> it hasn't been yet. <laughs> but will I no that's good for me though.
0: That'll keep the run nice and empty. So it's uh, uh, yeah. So six, I think. Yeah. Six, yeah. And are there any any uh, stories that stick out from those six years? Uh,
1: or the, I guess there's a few. One, it's not even funny or anything. Well, it is kind of <laughs> heroic, though. The hero in it was <coughs> I was in uh, down in, down when it was the old late and Live and the thing that burnt down. What's that Cowgate yeah, yeah down there? And, and uh, the stood out front. And there was a friend was DJing, and I was wearing silver leather flares purchased in this city. <laughs> And uh, an and, uh, and undone shirt. I look like some sort of disco cosmic cowboy. I don't know. I look terrible. I was trying to look like David Bowie, but a farmer in David Bowie's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just stood out there grooving, and this is late at night, and a car full of, uh, I believe you call them scallies? I'm not sure. I don't know, but there was a car full of... Th- the car just stopped, and they took such a fence... To the way I was dressed, it backed up. One of them got out, and I sort of noticed them backing up and getting out. Of the, he must be running inside to see a friend. I kept on saying, and he just lunged at me. and went smack, punched me right in the eye. Bam, bam, hit my head off, there and I started bleeding all down the back of me. It sounds horrific, but I was hammered. <laughs> and I just looked at him and went, dude. <laughs> Chill out, man. <laughs> and he was sort of panicked. He thought this big fucker in disco clothes <laughs> isn't hurt. <laughs> and he just moved back slowly. And He jumped his car and they took off. And behind them was like a van or a it, it truck that Simon Munnery did his show in. <laughs> right. And Louise, I can't remember her name, but she was driving, I think she was driving. And Simon Munnery, of all people, got out, ran over and said, come on, get in the van. Let's go after him. <laughs> <laughs> He was like one of my heroes. Oh, going... <laughs> he well, we jumped in and I just sat there awkwardly looking at Simon, going, Hmm <laughs> What are we gonna do if we find him? <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to take all of the bullets <laughs> on this one. He's going, yeah, I didn't really thought that through. Yeah. Just felt it uh, needed to get some sort of justice. He's like, so we turned off. Uh, <laughs> uh, we lost in a, them. In a
0: van like the Scooby-Doo gang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With Simon <laughs> Munnerage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, mir- it was
0: just how he pulled up and just came straight out. Let's go after him. <laughs> I saw the Scooby-Doo van on the way up to Edinburgh. It an amazing thing. I was in the services in the Scooby-Doo van drove into the services. I was very excited. It was uh, it completely made up as the Scooby-Doo van. I, I think it was some children's... It might have been uh, a you know, show. Yeah, some kind of children's show, but it was, I was really excited. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what the mystery is. They're going to scare scare us away <laughs> from the travel lodge. There's a plutonium mine underneath there. <laughs> It'll have a nuclear thing. <laughs> It'll be something like that. They hated nuclear weapons. Though. Well, look, I was going to... Because there's a competition at the end of the show. I'm just trying to work out make sure we got time we've got time for everything um so i might uh, if you get through to the end of the competition where you, there's a true or false thing and then there'll be the last couple of people i thought because of emma's thing she's talking about she went on holiday uh to france when she was a kid uh, and someone was sick on her on the ferry and they didn't have time to clean her off so then they had to take her to one of those french toilets uh with no lights on uh and uh is that what those french toilets you know are they, you know where they're just a hole in the ground there's a hole in the ground. And so they were trying to hose her off, and then she f- slipped and fell into the toilet as well. <laughs> so she was covered in sick and shit, and then had to go to a, uh, go <laughs> to a garage forecourt for them to use a power spray <laughs> to clean her. As a 13-year-old, I imagine that would be as em- almost as embarrassing as Lou Sanders asking you about how much cock older oh, cock he had. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any? Do you have any stories from when you went? Did you go on holiday when you were a kid? And did you have any stories like that from? Oh uh... uh, no, no, no. Because I, uh, with that, we'll see if it. Hopefully. It'll be as good as that when we ask the audience. So you think about that. I was thinking, well, we used to go to the Isle of Arran every, every uh, summer, which is a beautiful part of Scotland. Uh, and, um, but uh, I remember a couple of things from that where my dad... The, there was one time we were driving around, it's quite a precarious little uh, road around the edge, you know, there's kind of cliffs down it, And my dad let me sit on uh, his knees to uh, drive the car and he said you have a go at driving the car and, cause I, and I was like I was 28 years old no I was uh, I was uh, I was five I was four or five years old uh, and so I kind of grabbed, you know I said oh, I, I don't know why you let me do this, this is he's a respectable man he's a headmaster and so I thought you drove you know because whenever you're a little kid the only way you drive a car you get in one of those little toy cars and do that and so I did that. And my dad had to grab which for you people at home, I just kind of basically moved the steering wheel from side to side, because that's how I thought you drove a car. Uh, and uh, the car sort of veered towards the cliff. And my dad kind of had to grab hold oh, luckily he was stronger than I was at this at that stage. Uh, I reckon I could take him now, he's seventy-five. <laughs> I know. I, near, the I same did nearly drink.
1: get my dad arrested at the US border. That's right. what that was one. When when dad had one of those motorhomes, the Diplomat 2. And there was like a secret compartment behind his cab where he kept loads of beer, and the and the American uh, border people they're they're horrific. It's just Canadians going they're the same, <laughs> coming in to be the same and buy your stuff which is cheaper, and then they're gonna go, but they want to just get all uh, looking around. Is that all the alcohol you have to claim, sir? Uh, in the fridge and I was about like six or something. I went he went, yep, no, that's all, that's all. We shouldn't have to pay anything. Oh, should, we should be going straight through, that's all. All that stuff in the fridge. It's all the booze we got. Definitely all the booze we got. <laughs> okay, everything checks out. We're going to see you through this one. <laughs> That's not all of it, though, is it, Dad? Because <laughs> there's this one here under the carpet. Circuit <laughs> out of the motorhome. <laughs> then it was like, apparently it was hours and hours later. Right. Dad loves telling that story.
0: <laughs> Did he disown you? No, left you at the checkpoint. Just (laughs) smiles at me, funny. From his prison cell, from yeah. yeah. <laughs> behind the glass. Right, look, I think we'll I think we'll get uh, get next guest on. Uh, so it might be worth you getting out of the way for a sec, Tony, because sure, it's yeah. going to be it's a bit tight uh, to get through. Uh, and uh, this is a brilliant comedian I I uh, previewed with in Bristol. Did it? He was too good. I don't like previewing with other comedians, younger comedians, because if they go on, they go on first, and if they're too good, then it makes me look bad afterwards. And he was too good. Uh, he's doing a show at seven o'clock at the Pleasance Courtyard called Big Time. Will you please welcome Chris McCausland?
2: It's cool. Uh, yeah. we will take that out, ladies and gentlemen. It's um good evening. Well, good evening, good afternoon. I'm used to saying good evening, really. Most things happen at two in the morning, don't they? But um this is two in the afternoon. My name's Chris. Um hello, I'm blind, and it's to be honest, for the people that are listening to this podcast, I didn't really need to mention that. I could probably get away with it. But the rest of you sat in this room would just be staring at me thinking, How pissed is this asshole? And it's only three o'clock, and <laughs> um, for the people at home listening as well, I'd just like to say that I am also a bearded man with a non-trendy haircut in a jumper. So, <laughs> that's the camp that I fall into. Um, I'm from Liverpool. Um, I live in London. I live in Southwest London in a place called Surbiton, which, to be honest, I thought was going to be a little bit, little bit posh, a little bit pompous, but it's, it's all right. I've got a good local pub, proper local pub. You know the kind of local pub where nobody has a surname. Everyone just has an adjective or a noun before their first name. And we call him Spoon Dave because he wants it with a spoon. <laughs> We've got five Pete in our local pub. We've got Pikey Pete. He's a little bit pikey. We've got gay Pete. He's also a little bit pikey. But luckily enough he's also gay, which has helped out name wise, no end. we got Fat Pete. Fat Pete's not actually the fattest Pete, though. That's Gay Pete, but Fat Pete was Fat Pete before Gay Pete was on the scene. We didn't know Gay Pete was coming. we got Pete Pete. He's a gardener. Do you get it, Pete? Pete. That's as clever as it gets with the Pete's. Uh, and we've got we've got motorbike Pete, who doesn't actually own the motorbike anymore, but the name has stuck mainly through lack of alternatives. And you see, the thing is, motorbike Pete's also gay, but you can't go around having two gay Pete's can you? You know, we could just update the whole thing, I suppose, and make motorbike Pete Gay Pete, and then Gay Pete Fat Pete, but that'd just leave the current Fat Pete as just Pete, and you can't just say Pete, can you? <laughs> Everyone will be like, well, which Pete? And you would have to go, yeah, no, Pete, Pete, and we've already got one of them. (laughs) (laughs) You see, and the thing thing about collective nouns is, there's no link, I've got five minutes. Uh, (laughs) Let's just get on with it. Collective nouns, a little bit crazy, aren't they, eh? Take something you can have a lot of, like crows, for example. And think of a word to describe the fact that there's a lot of them. That's got absolutely nothing to do with the fact that they're crows. What's the collective noun for crows? Murder. murder. Yeah, murder or crows. Makes no sense at all. It's quite cool though, because it means if there are some crows outside your window, technically you can get away with phoning the police and saying, hello, I'd like to report a murder, please. <laughs> you have to hurry up before they get away. There's ten of them. Uh Uh-huh. You want a description? (sighs) They're all black. (laughs) Stay with me. Stay with me. (laughs) Any distinguishing features? No, they all look the same to me. (laughs) Sorry, don't worry. You can laugh. It's not racist. It's about crows. (laughs) You see, it's only over white people. It's only over white people. We panic at the word black, don't we? We're like, oh, it's just a word, though. It's just a word. They're trying to take all the words away from us. Don't stop using the words. Carry on using the words. Just don't be an arsehole to people. There's a difference. There's a difference. You know, they, the, the PC brigade, they, they don't want us asking for a black coffee anymore. It's a coffee without milk. Can I have a coffee without? It's just bollocks, isn't it? You know, I'm not, I'm not racist. Some of my best friends are without milk. <laughs> A Person of restricted growth. I'm not blind anymore. Apparently now I'm just visually frustrated. <laughs> Stone deaf is audibly non-responsive. All this political actually correctness actually achieves it just makes things harder to spell, really, doesn't it? It's, it's dyslexics we should be looking out for, or as we've now got to call them, textual assimilation deficiencies. Holy shit, does that make them angry? <laughs> or oh, was it hungry? <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, it's just a short spot. I'm just gonna say, I had the same problem as Tony. Uh, my show's called Big Time, mainly because I didn't know what the hell it was about when I named it. and um, The poster... Um, It's just me and a big clock face pointing at the number seven because I didn't know what it was about when I got the posters done. (laughs) I just knew it was on at seven (laughs) o'clock. So, um, you know, hopefully we can see each other again. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Chris McCausland.
0: Brilliant, eh? There's some very good people out there. Do go and see his show. Uh, Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Because I don't remember from the poster. um, What an asshole. (laughs) 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 Him and I are always at each other in dressing rooms. (laughs) So we're going to do... It's time for it. It's competition time. Ladies and gentlemen, you could win. I've decided today. I thought, what are the, the... cash prize i'll give out is however much scotch money there was in my wallet so i've got because i don't really like it. i like the english money hey you with me uh, so uh, i know that this works in shops but i don't like spending it it feels wrong so it's good for you so i've got all you, the
1: you can't oh, get rid of that in islington you can't you really so i've can't. got
0: it will be 30 pounds that's how much of that i had I'm kind, of re- I'm kind of regretting that decision now. I thought it'd be about a fiver, but it's turned I've been honest this bit. Can I third, be in it? You can play in the competition, you can. And there's also uh, the, uh, the, the complete pumpkin AI Otima That's only available for www.gofasterstripe.com. £15, all of the whole of, as it occurs to me, loads of extra stuff as well. Uh, you can just listen to it for free online. Uh, <laughs> but not all of it. And look, I'm going to also, maybe the runner-up will get a copy of my book. You've got it already, Cleveland so uh, <laughs> we'll find out when uh, Guy Fawkes was born shall we shall we just do that now, it might take a little bit of time uh, go on I'll be the guy I would say Guy Fawkes uh, was I said he'd been born about 1570 that was my guess uh, uh, I know he was born in 1570 <laughs> I guess 1574 that's it so I was four years out 1570 he was 33 then when he, when he did it hmm? Same as Jesus. So, I'm uh, not saying Jesus tried to blow up the house as parliament. But when he was convicted of his crimes, that's how old Jesus was. Hey, come on, they fucking hung him. Didn't they hung him up on a big tree. There's no smoke without fire. Uh, <laughs> Guy Fawkes, they got... Guy, <laughs> Guy Fawkes, true. Must have been something dodgy going on. Well, no, like I'll use that as a question. i to give away all my Guy Fawkes. So what it is, I, we're going to make a series of statements that may be true or false. We need you all to stand up, which some of you are doing already. You have to be honest about this at the back. Um, uh, so everyone get up on their feet and stand up. Uh, we'll make statements. If you think the statement is true, you put your hands on your head. If you think it's false, you put your hands on your bottom, the seat of falsehood. Uh, and uh, if you get it wrong, you have to sit down, uh, do self-police this. Uh, you can use violence against people cheating because there's £30 here and some of the Scottish people in the audience have got very excited about that. I'm thinking I can sell that, uh, as it occurs to me, for probably two quid as well. Uh, and there's some also, by the way, there are also some tickets which I'll randomly distribute to uh, Susan Murray, who is a fantastic uh, comedian on at 5.55 at Stand 4, uh, and also uh, Steve Gribbin, uh, who is a, m- a brilliant musical comedian uh, on at the Stand 2 at 7pm. So you'll be able to win some free tickets as well, if you're good. So the first statement is uh, that uh, Guy Fawkes escaped uh, being hanged uh, by jumping off the scaffold. Uh, before uh, and the point of his execution. Is that true or false? The history graduate says, put both hands on there because otherwise you can cheat. If you think it's the history graduate who didn't know what your <laughs> Guy Fawkes was born in says true, everyone. And so well, the answer to that is true. It is true. So sit down if you said false. He escaped death <coughs> by killing himself. <coughs> but he would have been hanged on in quarters as well. So it's quite a sensible thing to do. Have you got one? I got one.
1: Um, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, there is an island made entirely of plastic waste, and it's the size of whales. True
0: or false? And our, our decision on this will be final, it's Tony's decision. <laughs> is that true,
1: true, it's at least the size of whales. It's at
0: least, well, that's kind of false as well then, isn't it? But there we go, we we'll say it's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I roll. <laughs> uh, in the uh, in the Scott mon- the Scott Monument, you'll know on Princess Street, and the twentieth uh, anniversary of the uh, programme Neighbours being uh, c- created, some students climbed the Scott Monument and decorated it as Jason Donovan, who played Scott, <laughs> who played Scott in Neighbours. Is that true or false? That is clearly false. You idiots, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> it's good to it's good to get rid of the idiots. That's what I say. It's good to know that the. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, we got one Tony. In 1689,
1: <laughs> the Turks were repulsed from Vienna. <laughs> True
0: or false? <laughs> True or false? Mm? Uh, decisions made and what is the answer to that? <laughs> false. It, it is was false.
1: A, they they were they did they found it okay. It was fine. <laughs> they didn't seem to mind Vienna. They left a lot of coffee behind, and that's how we got our taste for it.
0: All right, Simon Callow, yeah. who's in a show about Tesco's or something. I can't remember. What Simon name is. Callow, kind of the actor. He's playing a, a woman in the in the play, yep. and he spends five hours of every day before the performance dressed in character to get into character. He dresses as in the female clothing as he's walking around Edinburgh. Is that true or false? It is false, so we got rid of quite a lot there, that's good. (laughs) Well, probably, if it turns out to be true, I'm sorry, I just made it up. (laughs) So who's still, still if anyone's still in the back, come and stand near the front and then we'll try and, uh, then we can see if you're cheating or not at the back. So come and stand next to this lovely lady here in the very lacy, nice Standard lacy, mm, nice lacy little top. It's like half a skirt. And, mm, nice. Uh, <laughs> true or false,
1: <laughs> Richard Herring is a dirty, dirty <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Everybody's
2: hands are up. <laughs> Everyone's back in. Have you got, have you got another one?
0: Have you got, that stuff doesn't I count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that one does count. Um. I, I know stuff, but I'm not certain about it. <laughs> Uh, This morning in my porridge, I had uh, pumpkin seeds, not pumpkin seeds, (laughs) pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, blueberries, grapes and nothing else. That was what I had on my porridge. Is that true or false? Uh, it is true. So we're down to uh we're down to I think two people. So if you could come a bit further forward and then uh, you don't you don't you can keep your hands on your head if you like, <laughs> but it's a bit like you're your sort of prisoners <laughs> yeah, yeah. of war <laughs> They're sort of coming forward. slowly. <laughs> we're not kill you. come right up here, make out the get out of the way, Slevlins. Come and stand right here. There's two guys, right? What do you got in your pockets? What's your what, what's your oh is there still another person? Is it just two guys? What's come forward, He's, we're not gonna hurt you. You're a big, tough-looking guy. We've got to be quick. Oh no, we've got okay. five minutes. What's your name? Sam. Sam, uh, and uh, what's your name? Aiden. You've got to come closer than that. Don't be scared. What's wrong? Have you committed some kind of crime? Have you been on Crime Watch or something, and okay. going, I don't want to step into the light if people will recognise me. I got one. You've got your chance to win thirty quid in cash. I'll send you split it. I'll you no, you can't I'll split it. it. You've got to tell me the funniest thing that happened to you. You've got to come closer because you're telling me the funniest thing that's happened to you. On holiday as a child. I did holiday as a child. That's good. Well that's it. That's his ah. The audience are gonna that's decide who's funny. that might be
2: <laughs> kind of funny in a go, sad why way. didn't you
0: go on holiday when you were a child? Too You're too poor. Oh. Just think how much Sam, Look funny. at Sam in his, ex- his expensive shirt with his haircut. God, I hate his I hate him already. His story's gonna his story's gonna have to be amazing to beat that. What's the what happened to you on holiday as a child? you could have not been in the competition you could have sat down
2: what? Uh, I had normal childhood holidays I'm sorry
0: normal childhood sounds a bit suspicious I think, so. I think something <laughs> I think something really horrible happened to him. There's so there's do you, who, d- who do you think has won there from our brilliant two contestants <laughs> is it the man who had a normal childhood holiday cheer for him if you like him Sam no oh Aiden, oh, Aiden cheered. Aiden is the nicest man in the world he means for Aiden, cheer now yeah Aidan, you win uh, £30 in Scotch money and, uh, and some tickets. Pass that back to Aidan, please. There you go. And uh, where did Sam go? We'll give Sam... Where is he? Pass that back to Sam as well. That's good. Uh, I'm going to distribute these other tickets uh, to our monarchist-hating uh, <laughs> well, elderly ladies. There's two tickets there to Susan Murray. <laughs> She's fantastic. Um, oh, no. What have I dropped out? That's all right. Um, I think and Leven has to go and see... Have you got? Are you with a friend or is it just on your own? Uh, I've got friends. You've it's got a really, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> you can go and sit with Steve Gribbin. Why don't you go to both Susan Murray and Steve Gribben. Oh, well, there's one ticket to Susan Murray, I've lost okay. one somewhere. Uh, and uh, oh, there it is, I dropped them down here. Uh, this is a brilliant end to the show. <laughs> I uh, Traditionally <laughs> I dropped something at the end, I've never given you one to Susan Murray. Yeah, well, they have three to Susan Murray, Uh, and uh, the girl in the lacy top can go and see Steve Gribben just because I want to see her get less than that, and I don't pass them back. See a bit closer. Yeah, good choice Rich. So, uh, (laughs) I'm back. I'm back, David. It's back. The libido's back. I'm back on fire. I was worried. It was over. So, look, we've had a lovely time. Thank you. You've been great. It's so so much nicer when there's loads of people in. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Please tell your friends to come down because they can win stuff. And it's just much more fun when you're here. Uh, Please give it up for both the acts we've had today. The wonderful Tony Law, ladies and gentlemen. Go and see him. 12 o'clock, stand two. And Chris McCausland. Fantastic comedian, 7 o'clock at the Pleasants. My name's Richard Herring, What Is Love Anyway, 8.50 at the Cow Barn. Uh, Thank you to Chris Cooper uh, and everyone at the stand. This is the best venue. Come and see everything here. Thank you very much. See you tomorrow with Andy Zaltzman tomorrow. Andy Zaltzman.